Right, so in this episode I'm going to um, talk to you about trusting yourself and taking a risk, you know. Um, so get yourself a tea or a coffee. Um, I've got a coffee. I'm just sitting here waiting for the cleaner to come, so I've got to go for a two-hour walk. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going to go. I just wonder. Just wonder. Um, right, so if you're at the precipice of you know, knowing that you need to change or a change needs to be made or you're just consistently unhappy about something but you don't quite know what, like you don't feel good about yourself, you don't feel inspired, then there's something wrong, okay? Let's not go straight to the meds, let's not go straight to punishing yourself or feeling shameful. You have a feeling that something isn't quite right and you don't know what it is yet. So take a step back and relax and let the universe tell you what it is. It will. I've become increasingly irritated by people in my life, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. They seem to be takers. They seem to lack the understanding of when I say I don't want to talk about emotions and on my days off, you know, and they still send me great big long stuff about how sad they are I'm really sorry I don't want this on my day off you know I'm put it this way if I'm going to put an umbrella term on it I'm sick of being the crisis friend and I never agreed to that title I agreed to uh, KQ as a business and I'm doing amazing things with KQ and I love all that stuff and I help people navigate their emotions What's ended up happening is people in my personal life have gone, oh, brilliant, well, I'll just use her for that then. In the same way, my friend is a florist, and she said it's been a nightmare on the friend's front because she was herself, and then she started a a florist business, and her friends just pop in and want freebies. Great, my friend's a florist I can use, you know? And this is what happens, right? So I feel with you and my friend is on the same page as you as well and you might be sitting there thinking well I've got nothing to use you know something's not right though you know and sooner or later you will kind of figure out and you know the more you relax the more these things come forward you'll kind of realize you'll go yeah I'm sick of being this person for everybody like I just am it's okay and I'm gonna give you permission for it I mean who the hell am I but it's just sometimes it helps someone else give you permission That's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it in a patronising way. Absolutely not. Um, Sometimes it just helps that someone else says, I give you permission to admit that you don't like people in your life. There's nothing wrong with you. And it's okay to say, I'm surrounded by horrible, selfish people. You know? And it's okay to do that. It's okay. Now, what we don't want to do now is we don't want to swim around in it for too long. Um... And if you feel uncomfortable with telling people this and they're kind of almost making you feel a bit crazy, you know, it's okay to just pull back, shut down and cut the world off. I think I said that word, world. You know, I struggle with my word. And um, it's okay. And this is what I've been gearing up to with my previous podcasts. It's okay to be the only one in the room who knows there's a problem. And regardless of who is in that room, whether they're therapists, doctors, experts, and they're all saying, well, how do you feel? Maybe this is because of you. Maybe this is, maybe it's not. 
maybe it's not because of you at all you just want to grow i mean god forbid you just want to grow you just want nicer people in my life in your life <laughs> me too me too and, you know and my friend as well she's like i can feel her now just don't leave me out fear and missing out you know and it's okay to say i've had enough i've had enough you know i'm done i'm done and you know i have the absolute pleasure of speaking with you guys when we do the readings because i see the strength in your eyes when you literally say to me look i'm about to start a new life what's coming up and this is why you guys come to me because you want to know what's coming up because you're not happy about your current circumstances hang on let me take a sip of my coffee gasping here yeah mm, 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 mm. but what i what i want to talk to you about is it's not good enough for you to burden yourself with all this shit and it's not good enough for you to wake up every morning unhappy i think too many times people and this is pretty close to the bone too many people times people stay in marriages because they don't want to upset the kids um if the just, the only way you're going to upset the kids is if there's a horrible marriage and you don't both don't like each other and both of you have lost your sense of worth and now the kids are looking after you you know so don't do don't stay in awful situations because you know you don't want to upset anybody you're going to upset them by staying in this in this situation believe me you know Oh, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. So what you're going to do, you're going to spend your whole life miserable and having a half-assed experience and your kids and your siblings and your parents, whoever you don't want to upset, they know that you're not happy. You're upsetting them anyway because you're unhappy and they're worrying about you. There's, it's a no-win situation when you look externally. That's what I'm saying, right? When you look externally, to not make anyone else unhappy because you don't you don't want to be happy the best thing you can do is make yourself happy and believe me when you do that everyone all of a sudden wants a piece <laughs> sod off you weren't there when i was unhappy why are you gonna be there when i am you know you can people please until the cows come home or use that as an excuse and not to take risks whatever you want to do whatever your situation is but hand on my heart the quicker you say i'm going to make a change around here i'm going to make a change within myself happiness is going to be the absolute driver and the mission moving forward oh my god the weight of the world lifts you feel so much better and do you know what else happens when you're happy you get opportunities they find you so you're say you're in a shit job right Oh, I don't, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave, you know, because, you know, um, you know, the people rely on me for the money and all this, you know. So nothing that that energy is so sluggish. Good luck with the pay rise. Good with good luck with the opportunities or take a risk on happiness and then pay rise a better environment, better working hours. You know, you can't go wrong if you're determined to make a risk, a calculated one. You know, you can't go wrong if you say to your spirit guides and your inner self, F this, I'm going to do it. I am. I'm going to do it. You know, I'll, I'll get personal with you. Um, I was a really 
awkward child in the sense of so shy. I think most pictures are of me hanging off my mum and super shy just wouldn't talk. I didn't talk till I was three. Everyone says, oh, it's because your sister spoke for you. I think she had to. Um, there was a feeling, even as a child, I remember the feeling that I didn't trust most adults. You know, I just, what they, I could really feel them out. I remember one situation, I was only young. There was one situation where someone was getting divorced in the family and um, the other half, so the one that married in, came round and started telling us about our relative. And I remember as a kid just thinking, well, that was stupid. And I remember thinking, that's really nasty. Why would you come round and do that? But then when he saw me, he was like, hi, because I was a child. So even as a child, I just remember thinking, I can't be dealing with these adults. They're so two-faced. They don't say what they think, and they always have, like, an, an agenda. So I just kept really quiet. So I didn't talk till I was three. I have an issue with my words anyway. Sometimes they come out wrong, and sometimes I don't quite know how to shape them. So there's a bit of a delay there. And... Um, I grew up in a small town, gorgeous, gorgeous little small town, love it, love the people there, love it, love it, love it, but I really suffered with this feeling of being very um, agitated and anxious if I had to step out of my little family, my little town, and I just, I could feel that it, I was imploding, and I could feel that I was getting worse and worse socially. Um, I was a real hard worker, so I used to walk to work which was the next town I used to work in a factory and you know I think it was like 7am but I had to get up at 5 to get my shit together 7am till 3pm I never forget it it was ice cold warehouse because it was goods and beverages whatever the word is and I had to pull a pallet around a warehouse and then I'd get in my little car which was a tin can drive to blockbuster video whoop and do a big shift there so I was always hard working but socially I was never very good because I didn't feel safe with the two-facedness of people I just saw it for what it is and since then I have craved people with a good heart and I've craved happiness from people and you know what I was awkward I didn't have much many prospects um, everyone just hired people they knew and I wasn't one of them and I was surviving on a part-time job at one point so I had to walk there because there was no point because it was eating away at my bus money and I managed to get some savings together and I never forget how much it was three thousand and it was like my life's work right and I thought you know what I'm gonna kill the old part of me and I need to grow but I can't do it in this environment and I can't do it where I am so <laughs> I joined, I went, I, I tapped into some charity programme abroad and I went and I went to Thailand and I was on my own. For the first three months I was with a charity and kind of helping and teaching and we went to an AIDS hospital which was devastating to see. We went to, I taught kids, oh, I did, was it rubber out of the trees? I did that for a bit. Um, but I learned what freedom was and I, I saw and met the most beautiful people open heart, kind said what they meant 
so there was no confusion for me. I was like, okay, these people say what they think. Because they didn't, we didn't speak the language, so they had to. They couldn't fob me off. Now, there's a great, um, I don't know if it's a statement, but there's a great understanding that, um, you know, babies and dogs are very good with people. Do you know why that is? It's because they don't know language, so you can't fob them off. They go on instincts. A baby, you can't say to a baby, blah, 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 and, you know, give it false promises, and, you know, you can't tell it anything because it doesn't understand. So it's going on its instincts. And with dogs, the same. You can't tell them, oh, don't worry, I'm going to take you to the park, and then I'm not going to take you to the park, and, oh, I'm the best thing since sliced bread, you've got to believe me, and I'm going to make your life amazing and change your life. The dog has an, an absolute clue what you're on about. So babies and dogs, that's why when you go into a room, they gravitate to certain people. I follow those babies and dogs like you wouldn't believe. I'm like, which one does not go to you? Like, hello? So that's why, right? So when you're abroad, you, you meet amazing people because you both have that language barrier. So you're going on instinct. And I think what happened with me was I was so sick of empty promises and sick of the speeches that never followed through that I'd, you know, and perhaps you could say I was just a really honest person. I mean, my rising sign is Aries. They're known for just cutting through the BS. So maybe. And my son is, not my son, I don't have a son. <laughs> my son's sign is... Taurus and they again they like beauty and they they like honesty and Sagittarius moon they like just honesty so perhaps it's that we don't know I couldn't get to the bottom of it to be honest um so yeah I went abroad and then I ended up going on my own and I remember being on my own I developed this confidence where I was going on night buses around a country I didn't know you know stretching out my passport a bit you know going to the office there trying to negotiate trying to do this trying to do that and I um, got myself in a few scrapes and um, it was an incredible experience in the sense of I died on that trip but then I came back and it was, my mind was better, the engineered mind, the um, programming had gone and that's what I needed and this is where you're at now. All this programming about be, be, being a people pleaser and all this programming about you've got to help others or be there for others or please others you can't do that you can't do that it'll upset the real rot the boat it'll upset the family do it because you cannot spend your life unhappy because you'll get worse and worse and worse your world your mind will get smaller and smaller and smaller and your ailments of the anxiety and everything will get smaller and smaller and smaller i was so sick of people calling me like saying i had anxiety and depression I didn't. I had anxiety towards things I didn't know. That's normal. That is like biological. Adrenaline. What's this? I'm going to have a bit of adrenaline go through my system. Obviously, I can't now because I can't develop it. But yeah, so if you don't know, I got some tests and cortisol and testosterone and estrogen doesn't really get produced very well. But anyway, hard life. But anyway. You know, I got so sick of people labelling me this, 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 this and this, and it was constant, and I wasn't ill. You know, I get stressed talking about it, actually, can you hear it? 
but I think it's beneficial to talk about. But it's like, um, I got sick of being labelled these illnesses and this, this and this, and I wasn't, you know? I was being told I was dyslexic and I wasn't. I could read a book, I just didn't have, um, you know, I was on fight or flight, so I couldn't concentrate. And I'm, it, it kills me when people are like, they see a symptom of yours and they label it. You know? No, you have to go deeper with people. You have to go deeper. So if you're in your life and you're sick of how people are treating you and you're sick of being called depressed when you're not, you're just unhappy. There's a big difference. Unhappy, you can change. Depressed, it doesn't matter what you do. You could win the lottery and you still can't get out of that gear. Yeah, you can eventually. I've worked with my clients and got them out of it. But they're different flavours. They're different shades to everything, you know? And if you're sick of being called the weird one, the this, the that, the this, you're being pushed around. And I'm sick of being the drama llama, the, um, not the drama llama, I'm sick of the drama llamas using me as a crisis friend, as a dialer drama. I'm not interested. And I've told them consistently, and it's something that I have put on my podcast on repeat, and they're still doing it. So you give me no other option. It's a goodbye. It's a goodbye. You have to be prepared to be on your own for a while. When I was in Thailand, I knew that it was going to be like coming off crack because I was in the middle of nowhere with no way of communicating, no comforts. So not only was I going to be coming off chocolate and sugar and tea and coffee and everything dietary, because we were living off coconut oil and God knows. But I knew that socially and all those um, crutches that I had, like the safety of the family, the safety of my friends, the safety of, you know, recognising what street I was on, I knew I was going to go cold turkey on so many things. But I was prepared to lose it all, lose my friends, lose everything to grow And if you're prepared to do that and say, you know what, I don't have anyone in my life right now. No one. And if you're prepared to go, I literally am on my own, but I know it can get better and I know it can get magical and I have every trust in you. Because you know how the universe works? It absolutely loves it when you don't negotiate with it and you say, tough shit, this is what I'm going to do, you have to catch me. It loves being bossed about. Let me just have a sip of my coffee. Yeah, because, you know, when I came back from that experience, my heart broke within the first 10 minutes because back with the control, back with the conditioning, back with the programming, and I was like, you know what? Now I know who the problem is. Now I know what the problem is. Now I know why I felt half a person before. Now I know why I personally died you know so when you remove yourself and how many times do you know when you're happy about something and you go tell someone and they pop your bubble or they don't want to know you know and it's like what you deserve to be happy and you deserve all this confusion to just sod off if you're confused and you feel weighed down and you're not happy and thing you know who the problem is because i 
bet your bottom dollar, the minute you feel happy, they send you a text. Do you know what happened on the morning of my operation recently? I got an update from someone. Oh, um, here's an update. Blah, blah, blah about my life. And then I got another text. Oh, just to update you about my life. I'm like, are you serious? They, they emotionally know when you are in a vulnerable space. That's how low vibrational they are. And I thought, you haven't texted me for months. Yet you text me on the morning that I have my little hat on, my little gown on, and I'm ready to go under the knife, you know, and under the anesthetic or whatever you call it. And I'm thinking, my God, you're a really big problem. So I blocked. I thought, I ain't dealing with this anymore. I ain't dealing with it. And just before my operation, I had another friend who has let me down before, said, oh, I'd love to be there for you. Oh, I'll be the, you know, the people that you don't have in your life. Oh, I'll be there. And then morning of the operation, where are you? That was the second time this person let me down massively. Now, my granny had an amazing saying that she would say. She would say, fool me once, your mistake. Fool me twice, mine. And I, 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 I just... I started following that now because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not about these second chances unless someone can really explain why the how they have acted the way that they have. And I need some really good evidence here because I'm done. I'm done, you know. And when I speak to you guys, you all feel very let down by people and you feel very empty and lonely most of the time. And this is not good enough for you for you so we need to get you back on your feet and the biggest thing I can say is take a risk the biggest piece of advice I can give you is cut everybody off if you need to start again you know because do you know what will happen in that moment is your energy will go up because you're not giving it away because you're not getting angered or frustrated and you're not entertaining everyone else your energy will go up and then do you know what will happen then? You will turn into this giant lighthouse and finally your ships at sea with all the gold on and all the brilliant experiences that want to come and find you and it's stormy weather and it's rough seas can finally see you because you're this tall thing at the top of a cliff with a big light. Whereas before, when you're sad and you entertain these idiots, you're, you're, might as well, you're in a tiny little tent with a lighter. And you're going, why can't my desires find me? Because they can't see you. You're so low, you know? So low, you know? So, honestly, take a risk. If you know something isn't happy, uh, isn't, uh, uh, hang on. If you know something isn't good and you're not happy, and you wake up in the morning going, oh, I'm sick of this shit. Think about the first people that you think of in the morning when you're not happy. Those are the problems. The universe is already telling you who the problem is. You know? Have you ever woke up in the morning and thought, I can't believe that person sent me that text. I just can't address it. That's the person. Get rid of them. You know? You have to protect your energy if you want a good life. And believe me, these people, you find really good people. When I was traveling, I felt, um, I felt well, I felt seen for the first time in my life. But... I felt like I'd met my people and their free spirits 
you know, I'm not talking about tie-dye people who can't pay their bills. I'm talking about people who find beauty in everything, you know? Like, I, I find beauty in everything. I swear I fall in love with complete strangers. I do. <gasps> that's, that's, that's true, that is. You know, I can be sitting there in a coffee shop and I just fall in love with someone opposite and I just think, oh my God, you're so beautiful. I should write a book about this because the way I see people is just next level. But it's very uh, juxtaposed. So people are either really beautiful or I just think, look at that snake over there, manipulating. I ain't got time for it. That's why. That's why there's quite a, uh, a gap. I just I don't have time for it. I think... When you've been manipulated for so long in your life and so unhappy, you just don't have time for it because you realise that, God, if I give an inch, they take a mile and if I let one manipulative person in, then they all come in. So you just, you're very cutthroat with it. But trust yourself, okay? Trust yourself, for God's sake. You're the only one you've got and you're the only one that makes you happy and you're the only one that knows what makes you happy, you know? Go on an adventure with yourself. I'm not saying you have to sell up and pack up and go on an adventure and do, have a backpack. But what I'm saying is be bold, be strong, be beautiful and fight for yourself. If someone's dragging you down or you're dating someone and you're not happy with them, but they make you feel like you have to be with them, cut that dead limb off now before it's too late, before you've given up on yourself. Can't be having that, babes, you can't. So anyway, on that note, I'm going to now spend the next 10 minutes wondering what coat I should wear. This happens every day. Um, I'm going to put my boots on and I'm going to go for a walk. Get the money out for the cleaner and go for a walk, yeah. Oh, I love you loads. I really do. I love you so much. But for God's sake, make yourself happy. We're not here for very long. We're not. Okay? Look at that.